Del Montes, and I'm with Will Vega. And Vince Smith is actually at home in bed sick with syphilis. So Pussy. he won't be joining us. <laughs> yeah. He won't be joining us on this podcast. Uh, but this is more of an update podcast to let you guys know what we're up to, what we're doing, and some new new things that are soon coming soon, if you will. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Let's be real. Like uh Red Dead Redemption came out and uh you know, I haven't seen the light of day yeah, in two weeks. That- that's kind of ruined our workflow um, <laughs> <laughs> and my life at the same time. So uh, it was not a good idea for Rockstar to drop this at the beginning of us starting a podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, blame Rockstar, not us. Um, Will has just finished the game. I'm still in it, but you know the, the need to uh, or the compulsion to play is starting to subside just a little bit. Yeah, after, after I finished, I was like. What is life like? Yeah, <laughs> we're in good. We're in good company though, because they they're close to they're close to selling over a billion dollars of the game, and in the first weekend, it sold I think over seven seven hundred twenty five million dollars, which is the most, uh, or the largest opening weekend for anything in inter- in entertainment period. So we're in good company. We're yeah, fine. Yeah. We're good. We're not losers or nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the world is doing the same thing. So Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and that brings us to our first topic, Red Dead Redemption, because we have a lot of thoughts <laughs> yeah. on that and some, and some Western movies just to kind of, you know, dive into that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, before we started, like, the game came out. I was like, oh, man, I got to watch my Western movies and everything to get, get hyped and everything. Yeah. I did too. So what game – so that that's a really good point because I did too. I watched – Easily ten to fifteen different Western movies. What what were some of the movies that you watched that were westerns to get you prepped for this movie? Or I even continued to watch westerns as I started <laughs> playing just to get engulfed more into yeah, the yeah. little world. What were some of those movies for you? Well, um, opening opening night for the game uh, was the same day that uh, Sister Brothers came out, so yeah. I, I went and oh, checked yeah. that one out. Yeah, and then uh, Unforgiven, which is on uh, Netflix right now okay yes yeah that's a good one i saw both of those yeah and then um what was the other one that i saw i watched it again just to see because like there's stuff that other people noticed or like was the uh the christian bell one the new the recent one oh hostiles Ho- oh yeah hostiles and then uh 310 yuma as well i love that movie okay the new one, yeah the old one the new one yeah, when I was waiting to go pick the game up, like the night of the game releasing, I watched The Quick and the Dead. And then the <laughs> night before that, I watched Fistful of Dollars. And then once I got the game and played at least 12 hours, went to sleep, woke up, and then I went to go see Sisters Brothers, um, which I which I enjoyed. If nobody has seen that movie yet, released a couple weeks ago, I would assume two weeks ago now. And that was pretty – it was pretty good. It was it was decent. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um had an interesting like story like as far as like the way it flowed yeah like the like it was kind of i like that um the way they kind of they didn't waste any time like with just action only right was always driving and then like there was one point i was talking to the vince that i liked was that you know when they were in san francisco and Instead of drawing drawing it out like how they find out where they are, they just had that like weird scene where like Joaquin's like smoking in the dark. And yeah, just like 
talking to someone, not really talking to himself. He's just like talking it out loud, and he explains yeah. like how he finds them. Then he goes into the next act. I thought yeah, that was pretty cool. It was like a really cool transition, and I thought Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley, they they were a really good pairing. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, their personalities and acting styles. I think they really fit. Yeah, it was, it was it was a nice story. It was like it was it was sad when it when it went on like some some things and the action was good. It, like I mean, it was like it was a story you cared about with enough action for to be a western for me at least. So did that did that kind of help you dive into Red Dead Redemption <laughs> a little bit? Like, did that kind of get you in the mood? Because I know the Quick and the Dead did. Um, I was so hyped after watching the Quick and the Dead to go pick up that video game. I mean, 310 to Yuma is the one, because that movie is just like everyone, like Mexican showdowns all day, like that, the whole thing. So that one got me like, like I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to dress my guy to look like Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that too. <laughs> I was trying to... <laughs> like a little bowler uh, hat. Yeah, it, well, that's and that's what's really cool about the game is you there's there's so much realism, like the beard grows, his hair grows. You can choose all of his outfits, and I did exactly what you were trying to do, um, but I was trying to make him look like Clint Eastwood in A Fistful of Dollars, <laughs> just so I could feel like I was Clint Eastwood. Yeah, there, there's someone that made him look like uh, like Woody. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And now oh, yeah. we've turned off everybody off of this podcast because we're super nerds <laughs> and talking about dressing up a character on a video game. Oh, yeah. if you're not if you're not spending time like that's the thing about that these kind of games. Like the first hour you turn it on, you're like exploring or just doing dumb shit that has nothing to do with the story. Then you get into the story. Like me, I got to the point where the, the story, like whoever wrote the story of this game, should be like writing a story for this movie. Like, for, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. the time I'm playing, I'm thinking this should be a show or like a TV or absolutely easily or something. Yeah, it could easily be a compelling story. An HBO show. Yeah, the story is great. The graphics look amazing. Uh, the gameplay, the world itself. Uh, it's I don't know if I've played a game that has been this realistic, uh, worldwide and have looked this good. Yeah. So if it was if it was a show or a movie. What where what section would you start off? Because the very very first Red Dead, like, I feel like that doesn't really connect into anything of the the, the latest two. So where where would you start it if you were a producer? I mean, what they did with this one was a they did an amazing job because you start off in some action, um, and then the story builds, and as as you progress through the game, you're learning and you're learning and they're teaching you how to do things and how to play the game properly. Yeah. It just, uh, it just flowed so well. Um, but this, and again, and it feels like a TV show. So like all of the, all of the specific missions that are related to the storyline, they feel like a, an episode in a, a running TV show, like a premiere, like a showtime or an HBO or Amazon prime show. That's something that had like a lot of budget behind it. Yeah, because the the characters have like a lot of character development, and like there's like they spend a lot of time on the things that these characters go through, and like their trials and tribulations and everything, like their dilemmas and everything. So that's, yeah, like, and you get you get invested into these characters. I mean, you get invested into your horse because you have to build a connection, <laughs> a bond between you and the yeah. horse. And if your horse dies, it's gone forever, which has happened to me. 
If, if you if you uh, if you spam the shit out of the sprint button, the, the horse will just have a heart attack and die. Exactly, and just die. <laughs> just die. Uh, yeah. The, the game is amazing in that, it, I mean, it's easy, and I don't feel ashamed for letting everybody know that is why we have taken a good two-week <laughs> break <laughs> on well, well, not, not pushing on a podcast. Yeah, of course. And, of course, I know you had, like, family come, come or can't family yeah. and friends. Right. That, so you have a good like, Yeah, a, they were coming and just interrupting excuse. my gaming. Yeah, <laughs> but they were just coming and interrupting my gaming life, but – uh if nobody if you if you're listening to this and you have not played the game i strongly encourage you to play this game it's easily yeah. one of the best games i've ever played and i've only oh, felt that sure. way about a couple games and so, the game is and it's what i like about it is immersive like based on what you do it changes the outcome of the game like right. you make crucial decisions to go like left or right kind of stuff you can do whatever you want which is so cool um you know hog tie somebody throw them on some train tracks <laughs> you know i, I saw a video you know, I saw the video. I guess there's some controversy going on because someone recorded a gameplay of them. Like one of the towns, there's like a an annoying, was perceived as an annoying feminist lady who was like okay. talking about like women should vote and yeah, men are stupid and are too aggressive and y'all need women to help. And you know, it's the take the story takes place in like what 1858 or 59, 1899, I think. And I 18- shouldn't know that, but I'm sorry, yeah, not 50. What the hell am I talking about? That's like. Yeah. <laughs> that like civil wars <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so uh yeah exactly 1899 and uh you know and it's it is the the game does a good job in creating the world of like western america changing you know progressing yeah. but um on the video it was, it was catching controversy because like whoever was playing they just like beat the shit out of the feminist lady <laughs> and just like hog tied yeah. her and took her to the swamps and threw her into the uh the with a with an alligator and just like chomps the hell out of her and he's like kicking yeah. the hell out of her like stepping i was like <laughs> at yeah, first see, i was that's, like that's uh, fucked up and rude and <laughs> <laughs> i could never it's when i play these games i i always have like a sense of morality so i try not to again <laughs> and you're playing as an outlaw and i've only maybe like robbed one or two stores just to see what it was like but i felt bad afterwards and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Some people don't have a moral compass when they play video games, and yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. extremely rude to that person <laughs> to do you know, that. And obviously, uh, people shouldn't be surprised. Same people that made Grand Theft Auto made this one, right. so yeah, right. you shouldn't be surprised. I like, but crazy. I mean, you can choose your own path. It's an amazing video game. The reason why we haven't recorded in like two weeks and <laughs> uh, we're unabashed. Um, but if you haven't played it, go check it out. And then we're gonna turn this podcast there's something about film into something about video games since we started <laughs> yeah so but but, but honestly yeah, like when, yeah. I, when, I, when i was playing it i know you were saying you were feeling the same way like this should be a movie yeah i mean you think like who would you cast to be like the members of the dutch vandalin game okay game? well let's do like three uh let's arthur morgan is the main character yeah um we have john marston who is the uh main character in the previous two games red dead revolver and red dead redemption no and then, uh, right no 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 the first one the first one wasn't john was marston no that wasn't john marston mm-hmm. no nah, that was uh okay. it, it was like red something i didn't really play that game so much 
which okay like, i played it the graphics movie. they look fucking terrible now but i thought they were the shit back then i think <laughs> yeah, it was, was kind of like arcade style where you just go yeah. like straight through a level like kind of like crash Bandicoot. oh yeah i think you're right yeah, yeah it was, right. was kind of that that's not really my that wasn't really my my kind of game but okay um, but, but John no. Martin was Red Dead Redemption, the game previous to this one. So yeah, the one that came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, and he's also uh, he's a main character here in this game as well. Um, and then Dutch Vanderlyn. So let's do those three. And then if you don't know who these are, there's this thing called Google. Do that, and then you can <laughs> join in on yeah. the conversation. All right, Arthur Morgan, the main character for this video game. Uh, who would you cast? Um, so. As I was playing, I, I was I had to look up to see who the voice actor was because I kept okay. hearing like Josh Brolin. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I kept yeah. hearing his yeah. voice. I was like, "Is he doing his voice?" Though? Yeah, yeah. So that's probably who I would pick. And Josh I, Brolin, I, he would be a good Arthur. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he plays a good cowboy. So exactly, yeah, yeah. And his voice, he he has like this really tough persona in movies. He would be a really good one. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, it's hard just off the top of my head. Let's just go with Josh Brolin. <laughs> I, I like him, man. It, I mean, he was in yeah. True Grit. He was also No Country for Old Men. If you look at that, obviously it's not the same time period, but he really captures the same characteristics um, of Arthur Morgan in this movie with that. Uh, what about Dutch Vanderlyn? I just thought of a guy for that. Who would you cast for that? Um See, I, I I hear like similar voices, and I was thinking, is Jeff Bridges doing his voice? Oh my god! Okay, so just a cast from like True Grit or any Coen Brother Western movie, right? <laughs> but then, but then I was like, nah, he's too old to play a, a Dutch Vanderlyn. So yeah. like, so that was just his voice. I kept thinking, but Dutch was a that was a hard one. So I'm like, obviously, yeah. if this was a real movie or a show, you this has to be like your, you know, older famous actor. Yeah. Like, you know, back in the day, like in Quick in the Dead, it was like Gene Hackman, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, right, 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 yeah. Quick in the Dead, it was Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman was also in Unforgiven. Um, but we're again, we're doing this on the fly. Like, we just thought of this topic <laughs> 30 seconds before we re- yeah. press record. So, I mean, if we had a little bit more research. But you know who I – well, well, now that we say that, if he's a little bit old, um, fuck, I don't know. Uh, the guy I was thinking of because of, like, his hair, if he dyed it black – Maybe yeah. like a Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. But he's not old enough. Nah, yeah. Yeah, he's not old enough. Good choice, though. I mean, because you got to also think about, like, who who can actually be in a period piece, you know? Right, period piece and kind of, like, take over that character. I think Matthew McConaughey could do that. Um, yeah. Dutch Vanderlyn is not some specific or... Yeah, well, you got to have... An actor who's charismatic too, because that's how his character is. Like he has an idea yeah. for every fucking Absolutely. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So of course, um, yeah. I was like, man, who would I? I, I that one I had trouble with Dutch Vanderlyn. Like it, yeah. it'd obviously just be like you'd be going for the the, the skills. Um, then the other one that came to me was like, I could one that came to me was like Daniel Day Lewis. Just seeing him in There Will Be Blood. Oh yeah. He yeah, absolutely. Had that look with the mustache, or not? not yeah. Actually, not. There will be blood. Um, and gangs of New York. He kind of looked gangs like, of New York. Yep. Yeah, like a Dutch. Which Vanderlyn is another look. good one. That one's so good. But yeah, I'd probably throw in a Dutch Vanderlyn with a Josh Brolin, Arthur Morgan, and then who would you get for John Marston? 
John Marston. I'm trying to think of some new actors that could. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. I would have to. I'd have to do research. <laughs> I cannot do this on the fly. Yeah. Let's see. I think, like for me, like uh, would be. Every time I think of him, I can't think of his name. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, he would be a good one. Um, you know, with the scraggly beard, which he does have, yeah. he could definitely pull pull off a. And then you just for everyone else in the game, you throw them like supporting actors, like up and coming people. You know, I thought yeah, there's there's one actual like main person to the uh, to the gang, which is uh, Micah Bell. Oh right, yeah. And you'd have I'm sorry, like I know this dude would probably be like shit. Every time I get a movie role, it's this same kind of <laughs> guy. But it would yeah, be, uh, I think his name is Ben Foster. Yes, was, yes, yeah. yeah. He, have to play that Michael Bell for me. That'd yeah, he could do that. Yeah, Ben Foster could do that. You can be that guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it'll probably be best as a show because there's so much you got to go into. A lot of like developing and mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean the story can can hold that. It would be a couple seasons long. I'm not sure if you've seen Deadwood, but I was also yeah. watching that show. It's on HBO before this game dropped just to kind of get me in that mood and it's right around the same time period so it's super similar oh okay yeah i've i've seen the like the picture art for it but like i've never actually watched it but i need to definitely have to yeah. do that yeah, yeah and, I, and i always think like if i was a starter i'd probably do like a season like a like a tele a teleplay for it no, yeah fine. definitely <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh I think I'd do like a show and probably I instead of like the game did it like it started with the with the John Marson ending and then worked back to when he was back into the gang. Yeah. I'd probably just start it off like when they're in their the gang was at his like peak. Okay. Go into Yeah. I'd actually probably start off with uh with um the Dutch Vanderland gang when it first started off. Like Okay. Uh, when it, probably go into that and then i start i would start it off like them and then show them getting older kind of thing okay in their days but yeah yeah i so, still can't think of a dutch <laughs> it's, it's gonna yeah. bother me now <laughs> no it's all good because we're jumping to the next segment but if you oh, have yeah. not played this game go play it and then you'll understand what we're talking about exactly you're gonna be thinking the same shit like who the fuck could play dutch vandal because you'll be in a time capsule you'll wake <laughs> up from a video game hangover three weeks after you play it um yeah but okay, so on to the next segment. We have been watching, crushing some movies on Netflix, and we both watched Outlaw King with Chris Pine. Dope movie. Super good. Super good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you can stream it on Netflix. It just dropped November 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's right there for the taking. Carve out two hours. Um, you know, grab a beer and... Uh, a charcuterie board to get into mood and, and check out this film. And there is you, a what, there is a, a a cameo Mel Gibson's arm. Yeah, from William yep, Wallace. <laughs> I thought that was so smart that they did that. I appreciated that they did that. When they when they mentioned um, William Wallace, I was like, man, I wonder if they if they casted a William Wallace if we were going to see who that who would play that because William Wallace to me is Mel Gibson. That is yeah, just. Exactly. No who way. that is, yeah. And when I heard about this movie, it was a, a 
the the characters in the same story as both um, Robert the Bruce, which you know, yeah, yeah, Victory. but uh, it, I was super intrigued, but I didn't want it to step on the toes of of Braveheart. Of Braveheart yeah, which, there's not a movie that can, but this did a really good job of telling um, a, a new story, story that exactly that happens right after that. So yeah, because at the end of, of a at the end of Braveheart, mm-hmm. you know. Robert the Bruce's dad kind of betrays William Wallace. That's yep. how he gets caught. Exactly. And then they they join like they succumb to uh, to England, mm-hmm. and then but at the end he kind of turns his back like fuck that. Yeah. What's crazy too is is seeing that arm hang from that statue or whatever it was. It made me and this how this kind of is attributed to Braveheart and how how good that movie is. I was able to relive in mem- or and uh, uh, recall um, the scene where he is being his arms are being pulled. Yeah, yeah. End, <laughs> and he's yelling freedom. Like yeah, I had yeah. that as a flashback, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Right when I saw that arm, it just <laughs> yeah. took me back to that scene. That was the um, that's funny. That was the exact same fucking thing for me. I was yeah. just thinking about that scene. But yeah, I, I appreciate it. I didn't, I didn't want them oh, to catch somebody else. No, like, definitely not. And I was gonna get really mad if they just fucked up the whole like, I guess like storyline yeah. where I thought they were gonna like recruit William Wallace. Like, Please don't do that. Yeah. Oh I'm god. Like, no. like, yeah. Living in the woods, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Exactly. So. I kind of thought about that too when they mentioned him in. They mentioned him really early on in the in the beginning yeah. of this movie, but. Um, and it was basically like a story that. of like the aftermath of what happens right. after exactly. William Wallace. Yeah, it's almost it's almost a sequel, if you want yeah, to think exactly. of it that yeah, way. Yeah. Not related, other than the historical story, but um, it was cool that they were able to tackle what happened um, after the events of of William Wallace being captured. Yeah, and I, I thought the acting, free. yeah, by everyone was was uh, really good. I, um, it was funny. I was watching like old um, videos, well, videos of like old movies where like. English actors were like, like American actors. When I say English. okay, American actors were like totally botching, yeah, accents. And like one yeah. that came up with um, Robin Hood. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, there's. Did he? It's funny. Did he even attempt an accent in that movie? I can't he, remember. Uh, I haven't seen that in a while. He attempted an accent like. On his monologue, but the whole got... rest of the movie, he was just like. <laughs> and and to be fair, it wasn't just him. Uh, Morgan Freeman was. I was like... just gonna bring him up too because he <laughs> had like a really weird accent, but it kind of worked for Morgan Freeman. I don't. He know. was supposed to play like a like a Muslim guy. Yeah. yeah. But he just had some weird accent. He his was pretty bad too. And but what, I love and... that movie though. I love that movie. I love that Robin Hood movie. Yeah. Well. I'm gonna look. We're gonna go off in a little, in a little bit of a yeah. tangent here, but Robin okay. Hood Men in Tights is the best Robin Hood ever made. I don't care what anybody says. It's so funny. It's Robin Hood Men in Tights <laughs> is a is a great parody. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just loved how he was like, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can actually speak in a British accent. <laughs> yeah, and before <laughs> yeah, and before we hop into um back into Outlaw King because that's what this segment was. Yeah. What do you? What are your have you seen the trailer to the new Robin Hood coming out with Jamie Foxx and the guy from Kingsman? I can't remember. Yeah, Something I don't like that. it. I think it. Yeah, 
I, I'm not too excited or about CGI it. CGI. And... Yeah, we'll see. It just looks like a. I, well, did the guy from Fast and the Furious make this movie? Because it looks like a Fast and Furious Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. like, look, you start doing like a CGI with the arrow, like, you know, slow motion, yeah. Matrix style shit on there. It's like, uh, I don't want to see yeah. this. Like, you know, yeah. I rather, I rather, like, I know they they tried to attempt to do like a Robin Hood with Russell Crowe. That was, I thought bad, that I was good. I liked it. I didn't mind it. Yeah, and but, I, I would have much rather a route like that. Well, maybe yeah. just a better story, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was, yeah, there was a lot of mishaps in that movie, but um, where they were going with it, Russell Crowe. I mean, he's that type of actor. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, back to the Outlaw King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do, like, how do you think Chris Pine did? How do you think he did? Yeah, as far as as yeah, far as his accent. Name, yeah, his accent. I thought it was good. Like, yeah, he didn't like. It wasn't like he was trying way too hard, mm-hmm. but he had an accent where you can tell that like this isn't Chris Pine, an American actor playing right. Robert DeBruce. Yeah, he and see, and we're saying that it was okay, but I'm sure we'll get some Scottish <laughs> people that was like that was ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but was, I thought it was good. It was, I thought it, it, was, it was it was passable. <laughs> it convinced me, <laughs> and, and I also think his character, or you know, it, yeah, his character. Um, was was more reserved and cerebral, so it kind of worked yeah, in his so favor. It, so he didn't, yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't have to try way too hard to to lock down the accent. Yeah, it wasn't like he was distracting as far as like like uh, this is just Chris Pine, an American, not yeah. even trying, you know. So I I, I did yeah. like that because that was the first thing when I watched uh, period pieces that take place in like medieval days, kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, all right. If their teeth are like shining white, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I look at the details, so yeah. and, I, and I wasn't like, I wasn't disappointed detail wise. The story was pretty good. No, it was it was awesome. Any ladies out there, you can see Chris Pine's bush, so that's there. Um, yeah, definitely see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they added a lot of like historical details, and um, it's exactly what you're saying about the teeth and just small little details that they did a really good job. That kind of brings up the next thing I want to talk about uh, with you or kind of pick your brain on Netflix is killing it, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, was a lot of the shows that have dropped house of cards just dropped. That was awesome. Um, Doc, new got, documentaries. They're like, it's a, yeah, the Orson Welles documentary. I just started yeah. watching that. That is super entertaining um, and really interesting on that, on, on the director himself. Um, yeah, making of his final movie that wasn't released, but uh, Finn finished it. Awesome documentary though, and then that show that you were watching—it's super popular right now. Should have watched it in October. I didn't. Hill House. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was like um, I always said like the problem with horror films for me is that like they build their like when you watch the trailers they build it around like the scary part you know yeah. what this what's so scary about it but then the story is always like stupid that right. wasn't the case with Absolutely. hill house yeah. it actually, actually had like a pretty beautiful story okay and some cool things about it like i'll leave you to watch it like one thing i read about um about the stories that each kid in the mm-hmm. house represented one of the stages of grief oh that's interesting 
So if you watch the the and you and that's that's not gonna ruin anything if you watch sure, it. Sure, no, yeah, I, it's probably gonna enhance it when you watch and you're gonna like okay, you can pick out who's who, which yeah. who's who the stages of grief. Okay, but it's a, it's a it's a really nice story. It's, it's uh, there's some there's some scenes that like it kind of kind of made me. I was like, man, tear yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it was, but then then it had like enough scary ass moments. Like, oh shit. Okay. It was creepy. It had some good jumpy moments, and overall the story was good. So I, I think that's how a, a, a horror film should be. You know, okay, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Um, this, you know, the story should be emboldened and elicit <laughs> a little bit of fear. Um, you know, not where it's, you know, I, I yeah, but yeah, anyway. like like you said, like Netflix is definitely uh, killing it with like new new content coming out. And one thing I was reading that um, is Disney's going to pull all their their shit off of there because they're, they're going to start their own streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that too, um, which Black. I'm going to have to get. Like, I have all the streaming services. So Disney's just adding another one, especially with all their exclusive content. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll I be subscribing to that I'll too. Subscribe to it though. Like, I'll go see the movies in the theaters, but. Well, I mean, they're going to have exclusive shows. You know, <laughs> Star Wars shows are going to be on there. John Favreau's directing um, The Mandalorians or something like that, where it's like yeah. a Boba Fett's. Uh, bounty hunter tribe thing. I don't know, but oh damn, there's a lot of stuff that I definitely want to see. Um, Are you, you convinced know? me? I'll yeah, there it is. Disney, I'll uh, expect you know some commission on. I just I'm feel some type of way about Star Wars. I still don't like them based on their choices that they made with Star Wars. I know you love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm giving a lot of passes and forgiving a lot of people, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to ride I'm trying to it's ride like with the, the whole storm. reboot or like well I guess it would be a reboot right instead of sequel sequel reboot kind of thing so mm-hmm. yeah so yeah which kind of make uh I thought it was interesting when I was thinking about that like um what are some movies that you would like to see rebooted or remade okay yeah um this is a good topic because something just came out um it was uh, Ridley Scott just announced that Gladiator is going to have a sequel. No. And I'm, I'm saying, yes, <laughs> let's do that. I'm all about it. And look, Gladiator is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think everybody subscribes to that idea or notion. Yeah. Everybody loves Gladiator. If you hate Gladiator for any fucking reason. There's like... no reason. Yep. You should not be allowed to watch you. Yeah. You will be entertained or I will stab you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And this so, is one of those movies where like it's just sacred to me. Like, don't yeah. touch Gladiator. That's like pure royalty. Right. And now. here's the thing. Yeah, there is no need to go back to that. There's no need to make a sequel. But I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> let's let's go for it. Let's see what we do. It's gonna be a new character. It won't be a, um, a Russell Crowe. You know, won't be well, Maximus. So uh, he dies. Let's, so. let's see what's up. Yeah, no, exactly. They're not gonna resurrect <laughs> him or uh, do a story leading He's up to him joining the military. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so let let's do this. Um, I'm I'm for it. I trust Ridley Scott enough to not fuck up things too terribly. I mean, what, what, what do you have to say about his whole alien and Prometheus thing that he tried to tie in? That I is, enjoy Right. I like the Prometheus right. movies. I don't like the I, way they tie it in. Right. 
I think what happened, so I, I enjoyed Prometheus. Um, I didn't really enjoy uh, the latest one, and I can't, the Co- one that oh, followed. Covenant. Yeah, Covenant. I was entertained. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, we probably didn't really need that movie. I think the biggest thing that happens, though, is Alien um, was such a huge hit and ahead of its time, sci-fi-wise or, or just the type of movie it was. Um, now we're trying to do prequels to Alien, and our technology is so advanced that um, <laughs> they have more technology now than they did in yeah. the 1970s movies. So it, well, it creates a little bit of disconnect. They try to um, explain it, but you know, I don't... Well, that's the kind of thing I was thinking about this with a, another movie that I wanted to do, see a remake or reboot. Okay. But it's, but to go on the same thing you're saying is like in the 80s, mm-hmm. like late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. The future was like this romanticized idea right. of what it would be like. Right. And everybody was like, there was no internet really. So everyone was right. like, the everyone's imagination was like off the wall and it was so interesting. Right. And then fast forward to 2018, we now know like more information, like what's actually yeah. possible. And it's like right. not exciting to us. Right. You know, since we know the truth. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's like it kind of ruined uh, the suspense of like, right. What can actually happen. So the right. magic's kind of gone on that kind of thing. Right, absolutely. I, I agree with that. Because um, the movie I was thinking, I'm not done to cut it off, my bad. But yeah, the movie no, I was no, thinking no. was uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, that's a good one. And also, kind of like the mentality-wise, like, as far as society, like kind of romanticizing um, space, a really good example, and we just watched First Man, right, which was a great yeah. movie, Ryan Gosling, Damien Chazelle. Go watch that movie. But it, uh, just kind of relating to the moon landing happened right in 1969 and then Stanley Kubrick it happened and then (laughs) Stanley Kubrick's 2001 a space odyssey happened a year before that 1968 right so we had these grandiose ideas of space um, and we hadn't even landed on, on the moon so none of our spaceships looked like anything like the Apollo 11 or 13, any of our Apollo yeah. missions at all, right? Um, so it, it kind of just relates back to what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of hard for them to recapture that thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some people are like, Blade Runner 2049 was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridley Scott didn't do that one. He didn't do that one. But they also did a really good job of incorporating but, yeah. the, the technology kept stayed the same. Pretty and much. that's how a sequel should be. Yeah. Like, it yeah. should be a new story in the same world with a little bit of homage to the old. Like, yeah. not exactly. overbearingly, like, all right. about the old, you know? Right. So, like, just going back to Aliens, you can't have Prometheus where it is so far technically, technologically more advanced than its following movies, Alien, what, you know? So, what do you think about the idea that people were like fans of the genre or saying that? And I think Ridley Scott kind of flirted with the idea because there's a lot of parallels between them and like different details that you'll see in one and the franchise of Blade Runner and Alien uh-huh. existing at the same time. Yeah, right, right, right. I have I have heard of that, and I think that would be really cool. Yeah, the only thing is like people are like the what are they called on Blade Runner? The uh, replicas. Okay. Yeah. They're not as advanced as. Well, isn't 
uh, isn't the connection the company? Yeah, it's the company. company. Yeah, like okay. the rival companies between right. the two. Um, yeah. But they they're saying like twenty forty nine would be like way before Alien happened. So like, okay. how will they? So it's weird. But I'm I'm that's what I'm all for. If they do a remake. If they do like a merger. Let's, let's tie those together. <laughs> yeah, I'm for that. And I like the Alien franchise. I like Prometheus, but. It, and again, a couple months ago, I watched. Um, th- these are all on HBO right now. Uh, all of the aliens yeah. are on there, so you can watch them. They're not as good as they used to be, or as as good as I thought they were when I was a younger kid. Uh, aliens is Alien and Aliens one and two are those hold yeah. up really well. The ones following that maybe not so much. Yeah, but, or like she, the one she gave birth to. That was that was stupid. Like, yeah, was, that was fucking he weird. Got, he died. He got sucked out of a hole. And <laughs> yeah, and then the, she's like a clone uh, in yeah. Alien Revelations, I think, or something like that. But they're overlapping on the creative meter. It was yeah, like definitely redlining it. <laughs> Stretching um, a little too much. Could have pumped. Yeah, the exactly. And I was, I was going to say, you know, Alien, the original. The trailer to that is considered one of the greatest trailers ever made. So, if you're interested in that, go watch it again. I, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. What other reboots, real fast, before we get off of this thing um, um, and let people go about their day? What other reboots were you thinking, or sequels to movies? Uh, E.T. I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm all for that. The, the kids actually, he's 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 a grown man now, and he's in uh, yeah. Hill House. Okay. It made me start thinking about that. So, and you know, you have Drew Barrymore. She can come Does back. Does he still got it? Does he, can he still act? Yeah. He, he, I mean, act? yeah. Did he do he, okay? He's a good actor. <laughs> he's, he's good enough for an E.T. But see, yeah. you bring E.T. back in a dark store. No, I'm just kidding. E.T.'s trying to <laughs> yeah. kill everyone. He's like, <laughs> I would be, well, that'd be fucked up. <laughs> like how, how uh, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, came back on like to Netflix and it was like dark yeah. and. Yeah, I haven't watched that. My wife has been addicted to that show, though, so I may give it a shot, maybe an episode. Have you seen any of that Sabrina show? I've seen a few episodes here and there. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's a lot more darker, more themed around like being spooky and okay. like, the more of the witchcraft stuff. Okay. Is it worth your time? Um, Will you yeah, I mean. It? I don't know. It's because it's a lot of like, uh, like girl power stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. I, you're all for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like the first thing I'm watching, but yeah, I, yeah. I plan on finishing it. Just like going through. I've, I've, um, a show that I actually just watched. Not to go into tangent, but uh, you should watch. I was going to tell you. It's okay. called The Bodyguard. So yes, you... I saw that. Yeah, with Richard Madden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really I love me some BBC shows. Love me some BBC shows, so I'm. <laughs> up on those. I gotta turn the subtitles on because I don't know what the fuck they're saying with that Liverpool accent. Like I don't know sure. what's going yeah. on. Yeah, like the okay. whole movie, the whole thing. I thought he was saying mom. He was saying ma'am. No, I was like, yeah, mom. Yes, mom. <laughs> yes, mom. Yeah. Another remake. I was gonna say, Demolition Man. I'm down for that too. Without uh, Sylvester, though, no. are you down for that? No, I want Sylvester in it. <laughs> I got it, man. I need, I need, yeah, I need Sly in all of his old movies. Okay, I'm getting a Rambo. I'm getting Creed two. Um, okay, can we drop Wesley Snipes though? Yeah, we could drop him, man. He okay. does he, he die? I don't know. 
sure he died. Oh, I think R.I.P. Wesley Snipes. I think he's alive. You got to bring back the Rat Burger. You got to bring that yes, back. Absolutely. <laughs> got to Sandra Bullock. Got to bring her back. Yeah, brings like they're like senior officers. Yeah, but new a new character like who's the guy that's gonna be in a new Maverick movie? He's from Austin. That's why I'm, I'm like. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. While you're looking that up, one other Sly movie I could go for is a cliffhanger uh, sequel or remake. We could go with a remake. Get some new blood in there. Maybe Sly Stallone is a. I don't know. He's gotten a couple promotions now, or he's retired. Got to pull him back out of uh, retirement to save some people on the mountain. What about Demolition Man with Miles Teller being his son? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Scratch. Scratch that. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. What the fuck is this dude? <laughs> you can oh, pick yeah, any movie it. to me and say Miles Teller, and I'll be like, Scratch. Nope. <laughs> his name is Glenn Powell. He's from Austin. He's going to be the next Matthew McConaughey. Mark my words. Glenn Powell. Let me look this guy up and see if you're lying. He went UT Austin, just the same same exact route as a. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen this guy. He's in quite a bit of stuff. He's a decent actor. Yeah, but yeah. Let me, here, let me, I I did think of another actor. Let me look him up. It's hold on. Um, for demolition, demolition for, for okay remake. He's Sylvester Stallone's son. Let me see. I just thought of him. It's David Talamantes. T A L. A-M-A-N-T. Yep, no, he's available. David Talamantes, <laughs> the star in Demolition Man, uh, as Sylvester Stallone's son. This guy is available. If you go to his IMDb page, it's empty, so there's a lot of potential, and uh, there's a really big yep. ceiling there. So, yeah. He has that. And then uh, once he gets in, he can uh, go ahead and pave the way for his brother, just like uh, Dave Franco did with James Franco, <laughs> yeah. Chris Talamantes. Oh, I, I did find um, – so he does have an IMDb page, and the only thing it has on there is podcaster, there's something about film. <laughs> professional uh, <laughs> yeah. Red Dead Redemption. Exactly. Yeah. Game player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ready I'm ready for my, my uh, close-up, Sylvester, if you're listening. Sly. Yeah. I'm ready. Right there, Demolition Man, <laughs> and then your, your, uh, your antagonist. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say uh, Vincent Smith be your antagonist. Yeah, once the syphilis clears up, he's good to go. Oh. <laughs> <Just play. laughs> I think he's in bed with a cold. Uh, it's starting to get cold now, so F- feel better there, Vince. Feel better that uh, that Texas flu is is uh, <laughs> goes around. Yeah. Well, other than that, man, I think that wraps up this podcast. Anything else you want to touch on before we get off? Um, and let these people go about their merry way. I can't really think. Um, for our next episode, we will be back on our regular schedule of dropping on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. After this, uh, no more uh, mishaps or anything like that. Right. So we will definitely be on it for yeah. sure. We're yeah, gonna. We're Got some new uh, concept art coming out and all that stuff. Exactly. Uh, we're definitely gonna um, get more in- engaging with our reviews. 
more on our website. Yeah, so. our website is coming along. Uh, also, Oscar season is about to hit really hard. So we're going to be crushing movies, uh, movie reviews, and just a lot of fun stuff for you guys. So, yep. um, And then um, so on the website, um, I know we're going to post our first review on there. Uh, yours truly, Vincent Smith, is going to write his detailed review about 500 Days of Summer and romance films. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's definitely Vince's biggest forte is uh, writing. That's what we should have said his excuse was instead of being sick. In bed, <laughs> he's in a like, closet, locked away he, writing shit. He's diligently <laughs> writing a film review for you guys. So Yeah. I know he's what? trying to get his, uh, was it SAG card? Yeah. 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 So that's going to be exciting. So, so a lot of cool things happening. Yeah. Go out there, play some Red Dead Redemption. Check out Outlaw King. Outlaw King. Definitely watch that. And then uh, we'll be on the lookout for some new remakes, sequels. And so, yeah, definitely follow us on our social media. Share it with your friends. If you're on the car ride and stuck in traffic, give us a listen. We're going to definitely have some fun topics to talk about in the film world. So, yeah. if you're a film head out there, we're definitely excited to to um, talk about some new things, fun conversations and everything. So, yeah. Till next time, you guys. All right, guys. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TS about film. Later. Later.